Thank you, Dr. Deborah. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Reverend Diane. All right, good morning and happy day, everybody. Welcome to Soul Food Sunday. I just love this day and every day, as you know, as you know me over the years. Sunday is my holy, holy day, right? My big holy day. So I want to talk to you today about it's all right and it's all right. As in, it's all going to be good, my friends. You all know Reverend Gwen Smith. She's one of our staff ministers here. Well, her and I are also co-spiritual leaders in Kenya. We have been teaching a tween camp this last week in Kenya. And this week coming up, we're getting ready to teach a teen camp. And we have the teens and other people around the globe that vision for our teens and tweens in, in Kenya. And they came up with a title while visioning, they came up with a title for the tween camps that was called SMILE, S-M-I-L-E, an acronym for seeing my inside life everywhere. It's pretty cool, right? I know, it's, it's awesome. I'm gonna come back to that in a minute. Here we are at the last, perhaps, Soul Food Sunday at this side of the Peace Center. We have sold our building, and we're like the Jeffersons. Well, we're moving on up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> There's more details to follow, and we are moving into greener pastures, more open fields, and wide open spaces. I'm all right. Don't have to worry about me. Okay, look around. Wherever you are. See all the names listed? See all the names? There's Anne. I see Anne and Pam and all the names that I have been calling out throughout the morning. Look around and see all of these beautiful divine beings that have shown up here this morning. I know some people are still signing on and some people might still be in bed and they might catch us later uh, via YouTube or Facebook or recording. Hi, Tracy. Smile. I love it too. And some people, you know, we're just, we're just going to be together. So wherever you are, in Kenya, we do what I call spirit fingers. Come on, give me some spirit fingers. <laughs> and while you're doing that with your hands, just place your hand on your own heart. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, Maria. And I want you to say to yourself out loud, mm, mm, mm. go on, let me hear it. Keep your hand right there and repeat after me. There's such beauty in you. There's such power in you. There is such joy in you. The Spirit of God is in you. And you have come to set it free. To make an incredible difference in this world. And to help change the world for the better. Let's do this, shall we? Right now. And so it is. Ha <laughs> ha! If we were together right now, I would be pressing some flesh. And that means I would just be hugging you. That would be hugging you. Do you feel the energy? Do you feel the energy of God right here? Hello, Valerie and Shauna and Reverend Jeanette. Do you feel that energy of God loving and moving around us right now? We are always connected, even perhaps through the miles and the countries. It's immeasurable, it's unstoppable, and it is forever present right here. Yes? Yes! This energy that you are feeling, this presence of God, we are in a constant state of looking and longing to commune with it. Guess what? It's there when you open up to it. 
It's there, and the key, the key is, are you open enough to receive? Say this with me, will you? I am open enough, I am open enough to receive. This, my friends, is the theme of my life. Stay open, Barbara. This is what we teach in Kenya, and that the presence is everywhere in its fullness, in its radiance, in its brilliance. And it's always in a total state of giving mode. It's always giving. Imagine that. It's always giving. It always says, yes. You wrote it, Reverend Diane. Yes. It doesn't go on and off like a, a switch. You don't have to beg God to be God. You don't have to beg the sun to be the sun, or you don't have to beg the water to be water. The, the water is just wet. So, so you would immerse and drench yourself in that water, and you would just let the sun gently kiss you all over. So let God be God just in, through, and around you. And the same way that we are open to receive the multiple blessings that are bestowed upon us moment by moment. And you know why? Because God is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. going to ground myself in that. We long to come into alignment with it, don't we? Alan, good morning. I know you long for it. And I'll speak for myself. I do. I long to be in alignment with it. But let me say, haven't we all had our thoughts in our lives or some actions that we have felt like perhaps those actions or thoughts have lassoed around us and they're trying to hold us back from moving forward? You know what I'm talking about. And here's what I'm thinking, and maybe you can relate. Maybe it's guilt. Maybe it's guilt from a past mistake or perceived limitations that we, we can't seem to overcome or, or dysfunction that is passed down generation after generation after generation. And after a while, it's easy to learn, and it feels like the norm, doesn't it? It's easy to accept that this is who you really are, and you start to believe this is who you really are. And we go through, through life weighed down by those addictions, those challenges, the dysfunction, the guilt of the past, that heavy, heavy past. Friends, it's all right, and it's all right. If it's happening, and it's your life, and it is, it can't be wrong. It can't be wrong. It's all right. And I'm here to tell you, it's going to be all right. And here's why. When we seek, when we seek to come into alignment with that which is, we begin to become aware of the innermost God and the highest of high most God is actually the same thing. And we, do, we connect through our prayer, our sacred chanting. We heard and received Dr. Nadine um, do this for us in our releasing ceremony yesterday. We do it through all types of spiritual practices where moment by moment we come into communion with the one, with the presence. And that is, as the Bible says, it is as close as our own breath. Take a breath. Now smile. seeing my inside life everywhere. Do you know what? You can't bargain or barter with God. 
if you just put your hand on your heart and just think to yourself for a moment and make this and repeat after me. Mm, mm, mm. You can't bargain with God. Why? Because God is the same every single day for all of eternity. What we must begin to do is seek to become influenced by the presence of God. Ow! I said it. We must become influenced by the presence of God, which is why we pray which is why we meditate, which is why we reflect, so that we can come into alignment and harmony with that which is so our life can become uh, shiny and and sparkly and shimmery and, and radiate and glitter, all of that presence, all that God is, which is, by the way, includes all life, all light, all beauty, prosperity, joy, power, wellness, fulfillment, It includes all of what we teach our students in Kenya and everywhere is the sacred qualities of the presence of one. Yes, you're right, Joanne. God, goddess, mother, father, God, new thought. We are beyond all those dualities because we are one. Yes, you're saying it. You're exactly, you're getting it. The presence and the sacred qualities of the one. And it shares itself with you. And the only time, hear me now, the only time it does not work is when me, you, and our own personal lives Stop it by our perceived notion of limitations. Now say it with me and write it down. Say it with me out loud. I am open to receive. I am willing to grow in God. Now say it like you mean it. I am open to receive. I am willing to grow in God. (laughs) We're having a little party here. I don't know about you. As we move into the title of our day, which is, It's All Right and it's all right. What I mean by this is we want to expand our capacity of knowing the presence is always present. Because it's happening, whatever it is, it's happening because it's my life or your life. It must be right. Because I don't know about y'all, but my life is not a mistake or made in error, yes? And it will be okay. All right, it's all right. It's all right, it's all right, it's all right. We move in mysterious ways. Um, For those of you that are new, I do break into spontaneous singing. You'll get used to it. Or not. (laughs) By admitting it's all right and all right, we begin to acknowledge that we don't have to shrink our capacity. We want to expand our capacity and not shrink and shrivel because friends life can be crazy it is intense at times and there's all kinds of stuff going on and I don't need to go into that because I know what that is for you our role our part our job is to is to increase to grow the capacity to masterfully deal with life rather than to shrink it down or try to stop life. Yes? If we expand our capacity to embrace life on its own terms and allow life to reveal itself beyond our wildest imaginations, 
we're going to see great things happen. Now, I know all of us are seeking a relationship with God, or we wouldn't be here today. All of us are seeking to have a relationship with the presence of God. We know God is love, yes? And we've said God is constant, yes? God is the same today, yesterday, tomorrow, and forever. Always giving of itself. Hear me. But here's the ticker and the kicker and the punch. We must be careful. We must be careful because out of our mouths can come either blessings or the curse. We never, ever want to say what we don't want to experience. We must be careful what we speak into existence because what we are telling the universe is I want to experience that. That's what I want. We need to be mindful. And if you decide what you want to do is to be, do, or have an experience, um, upliftment, encouragement, inspiration, motivation, honesty, love, all of that will come right back to you and that is what you will experience. The divine will match your feeling tone and the intensity of what you're saying. And lo and behold, it will present itself in a way that allows your words to become visible. People, people will be able to see, guess what, exactly what your prayer is because the manifestation of what's happening in your life experience. You did this. You did this. Look around you. What's happening in your life? You created a frequency of energy that was matched by the universe, and it always does what? It always, always says yes, because it's always in the giving mode. If you want joy, if you want beauty, if you want peace, harmony, inspiration, all of that, let that be what flows from your mouth with ease and grace. Are you catching what I'm saying here? Every thought is a prayer, Dr. Ken. Yes. Yes, every thought is a prayer. Neil wrote a song when you, you spoke that years ago, and Neil wrote a song, that exact thing. We must open ourselves to allow yourself to have a personal relationship with the divine presence. And you're adding to that vibrational frequency that's spreading out all around the world. I had the great honor and joy of actually speaking in Geneva very early this morning via Zoom. We are here to expand and not shrink our life. People from all over the world were there to hear a message of love. We are one, Shauna. Yes, we are. I have a neighbor whose daughter transitioned this week after, after a very long and painful journey. And I knew her daughter personally. I married her daughter to her husband in 2018. And together with their blended family, between them they had six children. And now I will perform her celebration of life and her memorial. About a month ago, I received a call from my neighbor asking if I could baptize her and her daughter. And I have to tell you, it was such an incredible and beautiful invitation for me to be able to support this family once again. I told them it would be my honor. And because her daughter had been hospitalized for some time, for quite a while, um, 
I did the baptism at the KGH Sacred Space. Uh, and for those of you that don't know, KGH is our general hospital, Kelowna General Hospital. There's a beautiful sacred space that our own Reverend Kareen Crockett had great input and vision for that sacred space. And I met the family, and I performed this sacred blessing, this, this special moment for them. And that day, my neighbor's daughter was transferred to hospice. And after meeting with mom this week, she asked if I could speak with her daughter's husband because naturally he has been going through some challenges. He's lost his wife. And he expressed that since the beginning when he knew that his wife was terminal, and as I mentioned earlier, this had been a very long and painful journey for the entire family, he indicated that he, he had a lot of worry and concern about the family and the children and his ability to be able to care for them alone. He was worried that he would never have any break, any reprieve, any, any rest from the, from the stress, from the pressures and the, the movement of everything that had been happening over these months. And I heard from him just yesterday, and he shared a aha moment, a revelation with me. And he said, Barb, since our chat, that he had the realization that he was never going to have a reprieve. He was never going to have a reprieve. Because you see, I told him that for the rest of his life, he was going to be taking care of those children. He was going to make sure that they had everything that they needed to make sure that they were taken care of, to ensure that they were loved and embraced and that their lives would be wonderful and beautiful. And in that moment of understanding that there would not be a rest or a reprieve, he also became aware that the life that he had lived prior to his wife becoming ill, for example, he owned his own business, and that business is, um, he's in crisis management. Uh, and he had a spiritual practice uh, that his wife taught him, and that he had a spiritual community that he connected with, that he met through his wife. You see, when I was supporting him, I reminded him, and he realized that he had been prepared in an expanded way to do exactly what life was calling him to do. And this is what inspired my talk, actually, today, was talking to him. That his crisis management business prepared him, that his spiritual practices had prepared him, that he studied spiritual principles and he lived by them, and he said to me, and this opens my heart, that he didn't want a reprieve from his life. He did not want to shrink his life. He did not want to stop life from happening. He wanted to learn how to continue to expand, to learn how to handle what life was bringing in a very powerful way. It's brilliant. Smile, seeing my inside life every day. So today, I invite you to say to yourselves, I want to expand my capacity. I don't want to shrink my life. Life is intense. Michael Bethquith wrote, if you can expand during intensity, you will be available to the immensity of life. <laughs> That moves me. Life is coming at you. 
Life is coming at you, and it's all right. It's all right. Now we have the great opportunity to share the stage with the doctors in the house. Um, I'm going to turn this, share this stage with Neil before I welcome him to share Science Corner. Now come and get in your positions. You all know Dr. Ken and Dr. Deborah Gordon. They are our background singers today. Yes. Come and get in close. There's your, so, there's your motivation right, right there. Right here. <laughs> so last week, um, Barb said, it's Soul Food Sunday next week. Does anybody have any requests? And the only person who had a request was Dr. Ken. And I said, well, we'll do the song, provided you sing the backup vocals. So here we go. Are <laughs> this, you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Well, it's all right, riding around in the breeze, well, it's all That you can, well, it's all right as long as you lend a hand. You can sit around and wait for the phone to ring, waiting for someone to tell you everything. Sit around and wonder what tomorrow will bring, maybe a diamond ring. Somewhere down the road a ways At the end of the line You'll think of me and wonder where I am these days At the end of the line Maybe somewhere down the road when somebody plays At the end of the line Purple haze Well, it's all right Even when push comes to shove Well, it's all I drive at the end of the line. I'm just happy to be alive at the end of the line. And it don't matter if you're by my side at the end of the line. I'm satisfied. <laughs> well, it's all right, even if you're old and gray. Well, it's all right, you still got something to say. Well, it's all Says 
we should go to Canada's Got Talent. goodness. Um, thank you, Neil, for bringing that energy. And thank you, all of you, for singing along. I read all of your comments. Um, Next week, we're going to do some Diana Ross and the Supremes. So Ken, <laughs> the doo-wops. Um, and Ken says uh, Canada's talent is going to have to wait. He's got a very busy schedule. <laughs> all right, listen. It is my joy always to introduce to you my favorite person on this earth um, as he shares his wisdom, his love, his extraordinary talents, Ladies and gentlemen, this is Neil Clausen. Spirit fingers, spirit fingers. Thank you so much, thank you so much. So if we're talking about expanding our capacities, if we're talking about limitless expansion, we have to talk about Blaise Pascal. Now, who is Blaise Pascal? Who is Blaise Pascal? Who is well, Blaise Pascal was a 16th century, he was a mathematician, he was a physicist, he was an inventor, he was a philosopher. He was one of those guys, you know, like Leonardo da Vinci, who could do, like, everything. And you remember, in that era, there were certain people that were just, they were brilliant at all sorts of things. And he was one of them. Um, some of you, if you took first-year university or philosophy courses, you might be familiar with something called Pascal's Wager which is a philosophical concept to decide whether or not you should believe in God. He is also the inventor of something called the probability theory. He was a mathematician, and the probability theory is something that financial managers still use to this very day to project uh, which stocks are going to make money and which ones don't, and what level of risk is accessible as um, acceptable. He was also one of the first mathematicians to attempt to explain the infinite universe in mathematical terms. So this is what I'm, getting, what I'm getting to about expanding our capabilities and expanding our consciousness. Pascal said, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically said, we live in the abyss between the infinitely large and the infinitely small. And science, since that time, has really gone on to prove just how true that is. When we look up at the stars at night, and we see the lights. We know this. This is just a small part of the known universe. You know, light travels at the speed of, and I, have to, I wrote this down because I couldn't memorize it, 299,792,458 miles per second. Per, per second. And even at that rate, there are parts of the universe that are so far away that the light has not reached us yet. Can you imagine how far that is? Almost three million miles per second. And that light, in all the centuries, the, the universe since it expanded, still hasn't been able to reach with us. And when most of us think of infinity, certainly me, when I think of infinity, I think of outward infinity. Like, it just goes on and it goes on and it goes on. But Pascal's statement that we live in the abyss between the infinitely large and the infinitely small reminded me that infinity goes the other way too. Yeah. It gets infinitely smaller and I never really think of this. So I looked it up and it turns out that the smallest thing that we can see with our microscopes and the technology that we have, it's, um, again I had to write this down because I couldn't memorize it, it's uh, one-tenth of one percent of the size of a nucleus inside a cell. So if you can picture how small the cell is, the nucleus inside, we can picture one-tenth of one percent. 
but you can carve that in half and it's even smaller yet. And, and that is so hard to wrap my mind around how small it is. And, and, you know, some people theorize that infinity is a loop. So you end up getting so small that you're the other end of the universe, which is so big. And I can't wrap my mind around that. But metaphorically, when, when Barb is saying we can, we can expand our, our, uh, our potential is infinite. That's what we mean. But what we need to know is in our humanness, sometimes we get caught up in what our limited, limited perceptions can actually see. We can only see the stars that we can see. But there are our stars beyond that. We just don't have the ability to perceive them that. And it's the same with your your personal abilities. And the same with going inwards. We can only see so small, but there is, you can go even further. So in terms of your potential, you can go as far as you could possibly go, even though you can't see it yet. And you can go deep, deep inside, even though you can't yet imagine how deep you can get. And that's what our teaching helps us do, to get to that point that we can't yet see, and to get to that deepness that we can't yet feel. Now, unlike the universe, uh, Barb says that my science corners cannot be infinite, so I do have to end it at a certain point. So that's the end of the science corner for this week, uh, and I hope you all have a great week, and here's my favorite person, Barbara Samuel. Oh, thank you. Neil Clausen. Actually, we could listen to him for a whole hour, and we do, and we love that, right? Good times. Neil's a good time. And Dr. Ken says, Holmes says that we look at life as though it is a keyhole. It's so true. And it's what I was talking about, the highest of high and the innermost God. They are both deep, the highest of high and the most innermost. So life is happening in many, many ways your friends may betray you. Your body may betray you. Life takes sudden twists and turns. You don't want to say, stop my life. You want to say to yourself, I am willing to expand my life. Expand the capacity so that whatever is ever coming at me with that intensity, I expand so that I can embrace the immensity that God has to offer. The spirit of God and all that it is. The intensive love, the beauty and joy that is never ending and nothing can ever, ever block it. We're talking about releasing life's capacity to accept life on its own terms and to be an instrument and a conduit of love. So I'm here to tell you today, you are happy to be free. You are happy to feel free, to live free, to remember that you are perfect, whole, and complete, and that we are meant to be living in everyday wonder and awe. And Rumi said it best, if you are not in awe, Y'all ain't paying attention. My part, the end part was mine, but Rumi was brilliant. So stop distracting yourself from your perceived low self-esteem or your mediocrity. We need to tell the past, our poverty, our challenges, our addictions. We need to speak into that and claim that we are blessed, we are prosperous, we are victorious, and allow it to be done. This is not who I am. I am a child of the most highest of high. Yes? We all need to remember, it's all right, and it's all right. And don't forget to smile. I'm willing, are you willing, to let the world see my inside life everywhere, 
S-M-I-L-E. Thank you, Kenya tweens. We love you. And I